Well, good morning, everybody. It's Christmas Day. Amen. A day of great celebration. And from us here at uh, Victory Center, we just uh, wish you a blessed Christmas with also with your families, your children, wives, husbands, and really let this day be a great day of celebration. Amen. Because that's what it's all about. Christmas Day is probably the day the most celebrated right in the world. So I'm going to talk to you uh, this morning about let's celebrate the Savior of the world. Let's celebrate the Savior of the world. Now, for most people around the world, Christmas is a time of great celebration. People celebrate because it's holiday time. And no more work for a couple of weeks. Hooray! Don't have to get in the car. Don't have to go to work. Praise God. Can get up late in the morning and do whatever you like. Well, that's good enough reason to celebrate. People also celebrate because the time has finally arrived when at last we have time to spend with our children at the beach or wherever you're going away uh, to some resort or going overseas, whatever it is. You know, at last you have time to spend with your family and your children and have fun. People celebrate because fam the family can get together and enjoy, enjoy some great foods and the usual Christmas dinners and lunches and all of that. And we look forward to that. We do that once a year. Children specially celebrate because hopefully Santa Claus will arrive when they are asleep and bring them the gift that they have been waiting for all year. I remember as a kid, we couldn't wait to wake up on Christmas morning to just see what was next to our bed. Wow. So it is that people put their Christmas lights on. They set up their Christmas trees full of glitter and lights and so on, pretty decorations. And they listen to Christmas songs. It doesn't matter whether you're a Christian or not. Christmas around the world today is a time of jubilation, a time of reveling, partying, eating, and drinking, holidaying, relaxation, and all of these. And these things make us happy. So we celebrate these moments. But for us believers, above all of that, Christmas, Christmas has to be a time of great thanksgiving and celebration. When we realize that on this day, 2,000 years ago, a great prophecy was fulfilled. Probably the greatest prophecies or prophesying, let's put it this way, the greatest message that God wanted to give mankind. The birth of a savior of the world had been prophesied by the prophet Isaiah around 700 years before that moment when God opened his spiritual eyes and he saw into the spirit what God had planned for the salvation of mankind. So the prophet Isaiah wrote this 700 years before Jesus was born. In the, you can read this in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. He, said, he wrote this, he said, For unto us a child is born. Remember, he's seeing into the future. 
He's speaking as if it's already happened. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. Wow. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You see, for the believer, yes, Christmas is a time of all these celebrations we've spoken about, but it is a time, it is a celebration with a difference. We celebrate the birth of a savior of the world. We celebrate the fulfillment of God's great plan for mankind's redemption. It is a time of thanksgiving to the Father for giving us Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, to be born into this world and begin his journey for the salvation of the world. Wow. This is something unique, people of God. This is not something that happens every second day. This is something unique. And without this unique, epic day, this world would have continued to head for eternal damnation and there would be no turning back. No turning back. And that would have included you and I heading for eternal damnation because of our sin, because of our sinful nature, the things we give in, the, our ungodliness. And it is a gift of Jesus on that day that changed that whole course and that whole direction for every one of us as believers. So can you see that we don't celebrate just with turkeys and dinners and partings and beautiful glitter and lights and Christmas trees. These things are fine. It's fun. But you know what? The greatest celebration for the believer is that the Savior of the world is born on that day. Glory to God. So we say, praise the Lord for the birth of a divine Savior. That's what we need to put at the forefront of our celebration. You see, this day was so significant in, full, in the fulfillment of God's plan that the whole of hell shook and trembled with horror. The savior of the world was born. Man, I can imagine I'd like to be a fly on the wall watching Satan and the demons as they realize that they have, were not able to stifle the plan of God and that the savior of the world was born on that day. They trembled with fear. The whole of hell shook with fear and horror. Satan and his demons were so terrified that they stirred up the heart of Herod the king to seek to kill this baby. Wow. But you know what? How many of you know you can't bring down the plan of God? And so Herod did not succeed because God did not allow it. The birth of Jesus was part and parcel of a plan of God for the redemption of mankind. He had to be born into this world. And no one 
could stop that from happening. You see, Joseph was warned in a dream. God sent an angel to warn him of Herod's plan. And he was told to, he was told to run away into Egypt until those who were wanting to kill the baby were no more. So the angel of the Lord came and pre-warned him and he knew this was God speaking through the angel to him. And so he took Mary and the baby and, and he left. And so when the time was right, Joseph and Mary came back safely with Jesus into Israel. Wow. Again, God told him, those who seek the life of your, of your baby are gone. You can go back safely now. And so, Jesus, and, and so Joseph did that. Now, Christ, Christmas is a time to celebrate a number of aspects regarding this baby of Bethlehem. And of course, we are talking of Jesus. Firstly, when the angel appeared to Joseph to announce that Mary was to give birth to a child, he told him who he was going to be. The angel told Joseph, he also appeared to Mary, of course, we all know that, but he also warned, he told Joseph about this event. The angel quoted from the prophet Isaiah, who wrote this prophetically of a Messiah again, 700 years before this event happened. And you can read this in the book of Isaiah, chapter 7, verses 14. Verse 14. He says, therefore, the Lord himself, listen to this, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin, and he was talking of Mary, who was, who was uh, betrothed to Joseph at the time. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. So the angel spoke and said that to Joseph. Emmanuel is the Hebrew for God with us. Wow, God with us. God coming to be with man. And so the very first thing that we celebrate at Christmas is that God gave of himself to us by becoming a human being, take on, taking on the human form and the human nature, not the fallen nature of man, of course. Jesus was born without sin. He was conceived of God, of the Holy Spirit. So he didn't have, he didn't inherit the sinful nature of man. But he was born as a man, all right? And this is known as the mystery of the incarnation. God made flesh. The mystery of the incarnation. None of us can explain this. But one thing we know is that Jesus was God himself in the flesh coming into this world to save us from the grips of the devil. Hallelujah. That is good enough to celebrate. That is good enough to give glory to God. That is good enough to say, Lord, I will celebrate this moment every single year to your glory. Because not only does he save us from this world, but he save us, saved us from eternal damnation. That means eternity in hell. That's what Jesus has done for you. And if you are watching this this uh, live stream right now, and you have never understood this, perhaps you're even an unbeliever, perhaps you're watching this. I want to tell you today that the Savior of the world is Jesus Christ, and if it wasn't for him, you, would, you and I would have ended up forever burning in hell with Satan and his demons. 
But because of the birth of Jesus, because of that great day 2,000 years ago when he was born, we are now saved from that. That whole course of, of, of direction where we were heading has been changed. Now we have eternal life with God. Wow, what a change. That in itself is enough to celebrate forever. Glory to God. God with us, Emmanuel. And he has remained with us since that time. He remained with us. Once you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, his mighty presence dwells within you all the time and forever. It never ends. It carries us. His presence is with you. So what else do we celebrate at this time? I mean, that is alone, but there is more. What else do we celebrate? Well, the prophet Isaiah in the scripture that we read previously brings forth a number of characteristics regarding Jesus. So if we read uh, verse 6 of Isaiah chapter 9, then Isaiah says this, he sees this in the, in the spirit. He sees this as a revelation from God. He says, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Glory to God. You see, when in, the, in, in the times of where these things were written, a name wasn't just a label. It wasn't just something that sounds good for your child when you name your child. It had meaning. The name meant who your child was. And so the name that God gave to Jesus through the prophet, he declared it prophetically, is his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You see, so on Christmas Day, we celebrate the fact that Jesus is so, number one, is so wonderful to each one of us. His name is wonderful. Jesus is wonderful. I can assure you, he is wonderful. You can't have anything more wonderful than Jesus when you got him in your life. That is amazing. That is enough to, for us to celebrate as well. How the world manages to survive these turbulent times that we live in is a mystery to me. But actually, you know what? They don't. They put up a brave, a, a brave face, but they actually, most of them, don't. Jesus is a faithful one who will never leave us nor forsake us. He is a faithful one. He is wonderful. He is with us always. He is the one who endures the sufferings of a cross so that our sins may be forgiven and we may have eternal life with God in heaven when our time comes to depart from this world. There's one thing we know in this world, for sure. One thing we know for sure. We don't know the timing, but that event will come for every single one of us. One day we will depart from this world. Our season here will come to an end. The question I want to ask you on this day, where will you go? Well, if you've got Jesus, you're guaranteed eternity, which never ends, with God in heaven. Jesus is the one who provides for all of our needs and heals all of our diseases as we place our faith in him. Through him, 
the grace and the mercy of God has been released to all those who would receive him. Wow. What a great provision. What a great provision. And much, much more. Indeed, we have reason to celebrate the wonderful Jesus on Christmas Day. Glory to God. But he's not only wonderful, he's also counselor. The prophet Azar spoke and he declared what he saw. He's also counselor. Through his Holy Spirit, he counsels us, he guides us, he directs us towards a deep relationship with Father God. We can turn to him at any time and speak to him about issues in our lives and problems and difficulties that we face. And he, through the Holy Spirit, becomes a counselor. He counsels us. Glory to God. Can you think of a better counselor than Jesus or the Holy Spirit? Can you think of a, of a more established, more profound, more wise counselor than any of them? And that's not good enough. We don't just celebrate the fact that he's wonderful and that he's counselor. And the, but the prophet Azar carries on and he names him Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Yes, Jesus took the form of man when he was born into this world. But he is much more than that. You cannot separate Jesus from the Father and the Holy Spirit. According to Scripture, they are one and the same. God with us, Emmanuel. God with us. So we celebrate the fact that when you and I have Jesus, we have the Father and the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Wow! What more do we need? What more would you need? Is having a Rolls Royce better than that? Is having a triple story house in the best places in the world or a castle somewhere in the world, is that, is, would that be better than that? I don't think so. When you've got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, nothing can compare with that. And so Jesus is mighty God everlasting Father, and he dwells within us. When you receive him, he comes and makes his home in you and in me. Finally, the prophet Azar calls him Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. The one who brings peace into our lives, not only in this world, but also between men and God. Not just in this world when we go through struggles and and our peace gets robbed and he restores our peace. But he restores the peace between us and God. And that's the most important. Because that peace had been severed and cut and destroyed because of a sinful nature of man. But through the cross and through what Jesus did later on in his life and the sacrifice that he paid, the price he paid for you and I, he restored peace, shalom, relationship, reconciliation between God and man. He is a restorer of our peace with God, which had been destroyed, as I say, because of our sin. So what do we celebrate at Christmas as Christians? What do we celebrate? We celebrate the fact that Jesus is God incarnate. That means God made flesh 
taking the form of human of a human being, coming in the form of man to redeem mankind from the ravages of sin and the reign of Satan in this world. Wow. This is what Christmas celebrations are all about for the believer. It's a time of great thanksgiving. It's a time of great jubilation as we remember this very special day which happened 2,000 years ago. Wow. You know, I'm just reminded, many of you celebrate your birthday. It's a very special day. Do you know that your birthday is very special? The day you came into the world, God had made a plan for your life. And most of us sometimes don't fulfill that plan because we don't know what it is. But he had equipped you with giftings and talents to make an impact in this world. You are, you are not just insignificant. Now, if you and I as mere humans have been identified, have been selected by God on our birthday, and that's what we celebrate actually, by the way, when you celebrate your birthday, you're celebrating the fact that you, as a significant human being, was placed in the earth on that day, so many years ago, when you were born, in fact, to bring change and to impact this world with the giftings and anointings that are on your life. If you can celebrate that as a human being, imagine how much we can celebrate the birth of a savior of the world. And that's what Christmas celebration are all about. Great time of thanksgiving, jubilation, as we remember that special, special day when God gave his son. John chapter 3 verse 16 says this, For God so loved the world, that's you and I, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting, eternal life. Not eternal death or eternal damnation or eternal destruction, but eternal, everlasting, full life. Glory to God. This promise was prophesied 700 years ago before Jesus was born and the Savior of the world, Emmanuel, was born 2,000 years ago in a very humble stable in Bethlehem. I don't have time to go into this story today. You can read it in the Bible. So I want to say this to you. What a day to receive this truth in your heart and invite Jesus to become the center of your life. You see, partying and eating and drinking will not save you from eternal damnation and eternal destruction. But receiving Jesus in your life will do that for you. Jesus said this in John 14 verse 6. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is God's provision for our salvation. And that is what we celebrate on this special day, year after year. As long as we are alive, we will celebrate the fact, I, I will celebrate the fact that Jesus redeemed me from eternal damnation. When Jesus was born, he gave us the Savior on that day. Glory to God. What about you? Is Jesus the center of your life? 
Is he on the throne of your heart right now is a question I need to ask you this morning. Have you received him as your Lord and your Savior? What a perfect moment to make that choice and make Jesus your Emmanuel, your counselor, your mighty God, your Prince of Peace, your Savior, having him come and dwell in you. I want to end this message this morning. If you've been watching this live stream, by giving you an opportunity to receive Jesus. I want to give every person watching this an opportunity. If you know that your life is not right with God, or perhaps you've never made Jesus the center of your life, this is your opportunity to receive a Savior of mankind. He's your Savior, whether you believe this or not. doesn't change that. There's no other name by which we can be saved, the Bible says. There's no other name except the name of Jesus. There is always a battle for the souls of men in a moment like this. There's always a battle in the spirit realm. The devil doesn't want you to have this fulfilled life. He wants you to have a battle, a, a difficult life. And, and the day you die, you end up with him. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want you to have eternity in the heaven, which is perfect, a perfect eternity. Imagine that. Imagine what that would be like. And there's this battle for the souls of men in a moment like this in the spirit realm. I want to tell you this morning, do not listen to the voice that may be saying this to you. You don't need Jesus. Perhaps this is in your mind, in your heart. It's a voice that's speaking to you right now. Perhaps it's saying you don't need Jesus. You're okay as you are. But Jesus, I want to remind you again, in John 14, 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. No other name by which man can be saved. Not Buddha, not Mohammed, not Vishnu. No other name except the name of Jesus. You see, none of us are okay without Jesus, the Savior of the world, who we celebrate today. I want to encourage you to make a quality decision, to make him the center of your life today. Don't waste one more day. You, don't, you can't afford that. You don't know what will happen tomorrow. We don't know. Somebody was telling me today, someone that they know, who was an athlete, was fit as anything, went for a jog, came back, sat down and died. Wow. We don't know what can happen to us. The question is, when that moment comes, will you have received Jesus Christ by then as your Lord and Savior? I want to invite you this morning to make Jesus your Lord and Savior on this very, very special day. You'll never forget this moment. It will be one that will remain in your mind, the 25th of December, 2022. I gave my heart to Jesus. Wow, what a day. 
What a day to celebrate. If you want to do that this morning, or perhaps you've kind of gone a little cold towards God and this is a time of renewing your commitment to God. If you want to do that right now, I want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me from your heart. Close your eyes. Forget about the world around you. And pray this after me. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you today a sinner. I believe you died for me and you rose again. I ask that you come into my heart and give me a new heart of righteousness. Forgive me all my sins and cleanse me from my past. I renounce Satan and all works of darkness in my life. And I receive a gift of eternal life today. I acknowledge and receive you as my Lord and Savior from this moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus for saving me. Amen. Wow. Congratulations. The Bible said if you prayed that prayer from your heart, you have now become a child of God. Do you know what a privilege that is? And your life will never be the same again. Never. You receive the peace of God. You receive Jesus dwelling in you. You are now born again into God's kingdom. I want to encourage you to follow Jesus with all your heart and let him turn your life around. If you made that prayer from your heart, perhaps as you're watching this live stream, please won't you send us a message on the chat. Just give us your name, your phone number. We will want to spend time with you down the road just to encourage you and give you some Maybe that's your first steps, or maybe it's the first time in a long time, but you've come back to the Lord. Just let us know so that we can give glory to God and celebrate with you. Amen. As I end this message, I want to pray one last thing. I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will fill you. And so right now, if you are watching this, will you lift your hands? Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to fill every person who is watching this live stream with the presence of the Holy Spirit in their homes, with the fire and the anointing of the Spirit of God. Fill them right now, Father, and I release it now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Wherever you are, give the Lord a mighty hand of celebration. Clap your hands and just say thank you for Christmas Day. God bless you all. We'll see you soon.